The nomination of executors in deceased estates by a testator really warrants careful consideration. Getting it wrong can unduly delay matters, increase costs, and even worse, it can lead to insurmountable conflicts of interest and major family disputes. Louis von Feren, CEO of the Fiduciary Institute of Southern Africa, explains that nominating a family member who may also be an heir can cause a conflict of interest. In a recent case, the court even found that the conflict of interest was insurmountable. Louis, what happened in this case? Amanda, thank you for the opportunity to talk to you and to the readers of MoneyWeb. The case was brought as an application by the surviving spouse of a deceased person. and She brought the application for the removal of the executors in the deceased estate. The surviving spouse was the heir of a right to reside in the property in which she and the deceased lived. And the executors were the two daughters of the deceased from a previous marriage, a trust of which they were trustees as well, was the heir of the residue of the estate. Now, the surviving spouse also submitted a claim under the Maintenance of Surviving Spouses Act against the estate, amounting to more than 6 million rand. And the two executors, in their capacity as trustees of the trust, lodged a claim for 4 million rand against the deceased estate on the basis that they alleged that their father borrowed the money the four million rand from the trust to buy the house in which their father, the deceased, and the surviving spouse resided, and to which the surviving spouse would get a right to reside for the rest of her life out of the deceased estate, according to the will. The court then had to look at the two competing claims, and the executors in the estate prior to the application, asked the surviving spouse for substantiating evidence to substantiate the claim for 6 million rand under the Maintenance of Surviving Spouses Act. Now, this piece of legislation was promulgated in 1990 to prevent a situation where a surviving spouse is left destitute in cases of a marriage out of community property and where the surviving spouse is then disinherited or does not receive sufficient means from the deceased estate of the predeceased of the deceased spouse to maintain the surviving spouse on the same standard of living as as while the the marriage was still in in existence now the act itself prescribes the factors that should be taken into account to determine what the size of this claim could be and should be. And it's something like, or the factors are the following, the amount in the estate available for distribution, the existing and expected means, earning capacity and needs and obligations of the surviving spouse, the duration of the marriage, the standard of living of the survivor during the marriage, and the age of the surviving spouse. And these factors, none of the, of the required information was supplied by the surviving spouse, and the two executors then uh, rejected the claim on that basis. 
the surviving spouse then brought the application to have the the executors removed on the basis that they were conflicted, that they suffered from uh, an irreparable conflict of interest because they were also the trustees of the trust that instituted the claim of four million rand based on the on the alleged loan by the deceased from the trust to buy the house in which they resided. The court then, Mr. Justice Bins Ward held that the mere fact that the two executors were trustees of the trust inheriting the residue of the estate and at the same time lodging a claim against the estate caused that they did suffer from an irreparable conflict of interest and they were not in a position to exercise their fiduciary duty as executors properly. And the judge was quite uh, displeased about this matter. Why was that the case? Yeah, the judge starts the, the judgment with the following words, he, and I quote from the judgment. This is a case that should never have come before court if only the parties on both sides had dealt with the issues more constructively than they did. And the judge then pointed out that these two competing claims, if added together, were substantially more than the total value available for distribution in the estate. So uh, the judge frowned upon the whole situation and on the fact that the parties could not come to an agreement and, had, and chose to have the matter settled in court with the attendant costs and the fact that um, that, that would further erode the available assets in the estate. When are the risks of conflict of interest particularly high? Amanda, I think um, any situation of what is called a reconstituted family these days where the deceased and the surviving spouse are not in their first marriage and where there are children from a previous marriage for either of the spouses or both of them and the executor nominated in the will of the deceased person is a family member, a close family member and an heir in the estate. And if that person is then appointed by the Master of the High Court as executor, that executor is then placed in a similar position to what happened in this case, in that the executor has to decide about conflicting claims against the estate. And whatever the executor decides is either going to impact on his or her own rights under the will or the rights and benefits of others who are also family members but may not be related. And even in the case of where that is not the case, where the executor is one of the siblings, one of the descendants of the of the deceased, it could lead to a situation where there is a conflict of interest with serious consequences after the death of the deceased. What happens if the executor is removed because of potential bias or conflict of interest? Well, in this case, the court ordered the removal of the executors and ordered the master of the high court to appoint a new executor within 15 days after delivery of the court order to the master. So in this case, there was a co-executor, which was a professional person, 
and there would be a very good chance that that such a person would then be appointed by the master, an independent professional who can then carry on and uh, administer the estate. Knowing all this, what are the main considerations when nominating an executor of your estate? Amanda, I think the most important consideration is independence and then with that, trustworthiness and technical knowledge. The required knowledge to know how to do this, how to deal with competing claims, how to deal with claim under the Maintenance of Surviving Spouses Act. I think in any profession, the two most important things that a client would want to know about the professional is that, A, the person is trustworthy, has a reputation for trustworthiness, and B, the person has a reputation for being on top of the technical situation, the technicalities that the person possesses the required technical knowledge to deal with the situation. Thank you. That was Louis van Fieren, CEO of the Fiduciary Institute of Southern Africa.